Hey there, guys! Welcome to episode 182 of the China Show, and we're so happy to see you here. We've got quite the show for you today. See if you can figure out my joke. What joke? (laughs) See if you figure it out. All right. Well, you're trying Morse code, like. Anyway. What am I doing? Blinking. Mm -hmm. Oh, Blink 182. (laughs) Yes. That's kind of lame. Anyway. It's not. (laughs) It's excellent. Okay. You think so? All right. Anyway, guys, it's uh, time for us to get into the show with What's New, where we talk about everything that's uh, new with regards to China. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's quite a few new things we'd like to show you today. Yeah. So let's bring them up. Um, What is this? Take us out of there so people can see us from last time. Okay. This is from last time. All right. So what does this have to do about anything? Technology and social media, like all tools, are neither inherently good nor bad. I just wanted to remind you guys of last time we talked about, well, one of the previous times, we talked about how China was resurrecting dead figures, like dead historical figures to use for CCP propaganda. Right. So meaning they took an AI version of Confucius and made Mm. him espouse current Chinese government values, despite him having nothing to do with the Chinese government. Well, remember, we proved that that wasn't AI anyway. It was just like a free online app where you can type the words you want and put an image. Well, the craziest thing, if you didn't see this, they actually tracked down one of Confucius's ancestors and then told him, hey, we've resurrected Confucius. Yes. With AI, so you can ask him anything, and he'll tell you, like, with his thought and guidance through the power of Chinese AI, he'll, yeah. he'll give you advice. And he was like, wow, this is really cool. But it turns out, like he said, it was just an app, a free trial of an app yeah. that's not AI, and you can nope. type in whatever you want. It's just like a, it's early internet stuff. Yes. It's yes. really basic, almost like flash animation, but it's like a very Snapchat bad. filter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we made our own version. But anyway, um, they're doing it with other people. Like... Like Karl Marx. And the reason that they're doing this is that they're trying to use AI, which again, this is not AI. It's, it's, not a, AI. Fa- it's a face filter on a person. Yes. To legitimize what the Chinese government is doing. Yeah. Let's have a look what they did on oh, national I can't wait. TV. I'm just so happy to see what they have to say. Yeah, I mean, come on. Okay, so Karl Marx. Yes. Karl Marx, for those of you who maybe listening and you didn't understand, um, Karl Marx says that he's been in China for over 100 years now. And, well, we have to say what she said Oh, first. yeah. She's like, hey, look, I've drew a picture of you in like Chinese clothing, traditional yeah, Chinese Tang, clothing. Tang Dynasty, yeah. yeah. And he's like, to tell you the truth, I've always been Chinese. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> here's the deal. Yeah. China catches a lot of flack <laughs> because it's supposed to be a Marxist country. Yes. And it's also supposed to be completely Chinese. Mm. But Marx isn't Chinese. Yes, he's foreign. And China's also not Marxist. It's yes. a state capitalist country. Mm-hmm. Right. The worst combination of both capitalism and Marxism and socialism and communism. It's right. the worst pieces of that together. Yeah. And so they have to take ownership of it because they get so much international critique on that. Like, China, you're not a communist country, but you're kind of more akin to, like, Hitler's Germany. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they have to, like, take ownership, and they're like, no, Marx is ours. You know? I think that's one of the, probably one of the biggest uh, losses of face the Chinese yeah. government has because yeah. they're all about... Our Chinese culture is 5,000 years old. We're, you know, 
everything's with Chinese characteristics. We're Chinese, you know, it's all about the, the speciality and the superiority of China and Chinese people. But their entire government is based on a knockoff foreign idea. Yeah. A badly implemented yes. one. So there's nothing Chinese about communism. No. But they're like, we're, you know, the Communist yeah. Party and we're, you know. So it's a knockoff of a Western thing. This actually goes hand in hand with something that's been happening. Yeah. The current government in China has been actually cracking down on communist organizations within China, which mm. is the craziest thing. Yep. Because they're too communist and they're not espousing Xi Jinping thought. Yeah. So what they're trying to do is, and this is happening in universities, they're taking Xi Jinping thought instead of Marxism, right? Yeah. Which previously you had to go to the Marxism and Maoism stuff. Yeah. Now they're incorporating Xi Jinping thought instead. So they're trying to morph the Marxism into Xi Jinping thought. They don't yeah. want people to look at Marx as some sort of master figure over the Chinese you know, government. Yeah, yeah. Xi Jinping has to take precedence. Anyway, what else is this guy going to say? Okay. Uh, he just has a good chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoa. Hey, look. Whoa. We, we often are showcasing like the, the shenanigans of the Chinese government on mm. this channel. Okay, and the, the more... Uh, negative things that are, that come about because of the Chinese government. So I thought, hey, let's show something positive. We'll show a this real epic, real special skill this uh, this particular Chinese gent has. He's got a little whistle thing in his mouth, but let's just see how epically he can control this thing. Yeah, okay. Well, hold so, on a second. Yeah. Just like Mark said, yes. I feel quite energized myself. Yes. Don't you? Yes, very energized. I, I got to say, it, it brings a smile to my face. Whatever, it was epic. Whatever dude. it is, it might it might hurt certain people's ears. <laughs> I was just looking at the chat. Like, what the actual <laughs> frick is it? Well, here's the deal. Yeah. There's this... Can you put something more relevant on the screen? Yeah, yeah. I'll bring him up. Um, I mean, word up to him, but yeah. So this, what this do? This guy's kind of like using a reed to emulate this kind of Chinese bugle, and you will hear this instrument yeah. in China, not necessarily on the street, but like in Chinese like traditional music or whatever. This bugle, the bu what is it actually called? Like the bu the actual instrument. I think it's like the bu hao ting, you know. Bugle. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the correct Chinese term for it is bu hao ting. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I think it was actually called ear, uh, Ardua yeah, Frappe. frappe. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, it's yeah. this very crazy shrill instrument. Yes, yes. And they play it at like firework ceremonies and funerals and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Oh, we did hear it. Like, remember that funeral? We were, yeah, yeah. They were playing it real loud and it's, it's got this. Yeah, it's a very high pitched. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Very loud. Mm. But this guy's actually able to emulate it with his mouth. Yeah, it's like pretty a interesting. In his mouth. It's pretty wild. Yeah, absolutely. Freestyle bugling or whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, anyway, we've got some incredible stuff coming up. But before that, before we continue, guys, we have to give you a word from our sponsor. Mm -hmm. It's interesting we're still in there. Huh. 
And it's also interesting that there's no audio. <laughs> so let's try this again, shall we, guys? Please excuse the mess. We shall another round, another round, another guys. round. Watch this. Hey, it's okay. You that's, guys want another round? That's, of that is the China show for you. You know, if you wanna, if you wanna stick around, this is what you get. And uh, most important, most important thing on a bike trip, beer. It's loud. And the most important thing for a healthy down. lifestyle is a healthy diet. And that's why I'm proud to say this video is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, and originally I wanted to give it a try because I wanted better gut health, I wanted increased energy, I wanted immune system support, and I, I hate taking all these like 10 pounds of vitamins and pills and all these vegetables and stuff. It's so much more convenient to take AG1 in the morning before I even drink my coffee. It makes me feel amazing because I know I just did something really good for my body. It's got all the vitamins I need. It's got everything that my body craves throughout the day. Taking AG1 is so easy. It's the easiest thing you can do under a minute. It's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. And it's been part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com ADV. That's athleticgreens.com ADV. Check it out. Well, thank you for um, listening to a word from our sponsor, and thank you very much to Athletic Greens for sponsoring us. AG1 Rules, uh, Winston has been on a steady regimen mm -hmm. for a long time. Feeling good. It's fantastic. Feeling healthy, feeling mm -hmm. fresh. Tastes yep. good. We put our name behind it, so we highly recommend you try it. And remember, we never, ever endorse anything unless we use it ourselves yep. or we approve of it. Correct. Right? So it's approved. Anyway, let's continue on with what's new. And we've got some new, well, let's just put it this way. The Chinese propaganda department loves to use foreigners for their propaganda because mm -hmm. that's how they reach an international audience. Mm -hmm. They'll get a native English speaker and they'll set them up there and put them on Chinese TV. Mm -hmm. And then it gets broadcast on all these overseas Chinese news outlets, okay? Also locally in China. But the whole point is that they are now using foreigners as a bridge, okay? The problem is, is that they've made it harder and harder for foreigners to actually live in China and less and less appealing. So you're finding a situation where they might be a little short-staffed, let's say, and they might go for somebody and say, hey, listen, we need a foreigner for this. He needs to be able to speak English. Who we got? And then they're like, hey, maybe this guy. There's also another side to this. Yes. There was a government mandate within the Chinese government to use foreigners in partner countries or from countries that are not uh, aggressive towards China. Correct. They will still use people from America. Oh, they love Canada, New Zealanders, British, Ca Canadians specifically. But there is a mandate. We noticed this through a couple amplifier channels that were highlighting people that were not from any of those kind of Five Eyes countries. Yeah. Um, and they're doing that for a reason because they're trying to establish partner, like a partnership with some of these countries that haven't really fallen in the fold of the West versus China yet. Yeah. Uh, so there is a thing there, but we found a, a new one, mm. which was just fantastic. So yeah. we're going to sit here and we'd like to watch this to absorb the information from it. Yeah. And we won't laugh. We're not going to make fun of it. We're just going to, we're just going to watch it. Are we going to watch this guys? We're going to watch it. Uh, are we going to be in there or out of there? Um, we could be in there. This is from top Chinese state media. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look. I'm now at a porch for international trade in Shanghai. Every day of this year, an average of about 10 million yuan is shipped to various parts of the world. 
Okay, wait, hang on. Maybe I think we need to let them see the subtitles. Yes, yes, yes. Let's try again. We'll try I, again. I burst. Yeah, you, you, I burst. You, you lost. You lost. I burst. I'll try be... again. I'll try again. Okay, let's, I got this. let's, uh, let's listen. Okay. I'm now at a port for international trade in Shanghai. Every day of this year, an average of about 10 million yuan is shipped to various parts of the world from this Chinese metropolis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Guess what load in these giant freighters? You might think. Apple, apple, <laughs> furniture, furniture, <laughs> or home appliances. What is furniture? Yeah, I don't know. These three commodities once defined China. <laughs> oh, what happened okay. here? What happened? Wow. Here? Yeah, even the Chinese government couldn't handle his accent anymore, so they had to put an AI voice. They were like, this isn't cutting it, guys. Quickly, get the AI voice out. This is actually really entertaining. As, yeah. as, as much as your joke rings true, there's also another purpose for this. Mm -hmm. They swapped out the presenter mid-video, Yes, this guy from Spain or whatever, mm -hmm. swapped him out. And, and I admire his effort. He did a sure. great job. He loves the opera. He yeah. loves horniture. Horniture is a thing. Yes. Um, anyway, they swapped him out for an AI voice. What they're going to say in the budget is this, this voice that is currently talking is AI. Mm. So it serves a purpose of not only kind of doing a better job than the presenter. Uh, of course, that's, that's your opinion. Sure. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. um, or it also fulfills a budget of, hey, we got to get AI in this budget so the gov central sure. government can fund this it's, project. Uh, by the way, it's not AI. No, it's, it's just text-to-speech. Text text yeah. So anyway, not here to make fun of people's accents, but if you're given a role to speak English in a big presentation on national TV, then you probably should pick, pick someone who can actually speak English. Yeah, that's not the guy's fault. No, it's not his fault. No, this he is should have done something in Spanish or Italian or wherever yeah. he, his native language is. Yeah. Let's take a look again. Guess what load? <laughs> Sorry. We're it's not hard. supposed to laugh. It's hard. We're supposed to absorb Gears the... what load. I'm sorry. We're supposed to absorb the information. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be petty about this. Let's see. No, we'll In these again. giant freighters, you might think... April? That's... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound anything oh, Sounds like... like he's saying a month of the year, you know? April, but in a bad accent. April. It sounds opera like he's May? saying opera. Yeah, it does. It does kind of. He's, he's very animated. Well, he's an opera. I think he's an opera singer. In it's my very opinion, possible. he looks like one. Yes. Yeah. He very much accentuates his words. Look, he uses his mouth to great effect. He does. Yeah, okay, hang on. Opera. Furniture. What is a horniture? Uh, yeah. I it's mean, a horn in nature. Horn that's, in nature. that's how I interpreted yes. it. Horniture? Okay. Yeah, horniture. Let's see what what else. You gotta go for the F. Yeah, you know? you, yeah. You go have for to. the F. Do it. Or home appliances. You got that one right. A plus. I love the trend. These three AI. commodities yes. once defined China's exports. It's like bad. But times have changed. Yeah, it is. In the first half of 2023, China's exports of electric vehicles, lithium-ion batteries, and solar batteries soared 61.6% year-on-year, becoming mm. the new three bigs driving. By the way, this is related to our main topic today, which is the electric vehicle thing. Yeah, we should cover the other fun stuff first. We, let's come back to this because this is a good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Um, I'll fast forward a little bit. Does, doesn't he come He back? goes on, but we can use that as a segue to our main topic because okay. it's very related. 
Okay, good. Very, I just wanted to show some more funny stuff. So you can you can look forward to seeing our our friend a little later in the show. <laughs> he speaks again, don't worry. Yes, he does. Yeah. And then AI takes over again. But whatever. Yeah. I'm just skipping through that for now, so we can get to our next. No, for sure. It's it's useful information. Okay, it's useful. So what's this? Uh, this is another sponsor. Are we cutting to another sponsor that quickly? Well, I just figured because we're going to do more of the what's new fun, fun stuff. Well, how about we do a little bit more what's yeah, new fun fine. stuff and then we game. come back. I'm game with that. You guys, you guys happy with that? I mean, you know. They'll, they'll hear that 10 seconds later. Yeah. It's a, okay. <laughs> Never mind this. You guys this. happy with Never that? Mind. We're not going to take any of your, your <laughs> suggestions into account. Never mind this. Okay. I just got to get serious again for a minute here. Okay. What we've got here is in uh, Hunan Xinchu. You can see up there. Xintian, sorry. Um, this is the unfortunate reality of driving in China, and just one might say it's in Xintian, Hunan. Yeah, Hunan, Xintian. <laughs> you're, you're being yeah. very local, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how you'd say it in Chinese: say the province and then yeah, the city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's take a look at the, what's going on here. Okay, you've got kids. Obviously, they have a teacher. They're probably being taught like traffic safety or. Something along I those think lines. They're crossing the road. Yeah, yeah, they're crossing the road, but they're all wearing reflective vests. Mm. That's not normal. Yeah, and in, it's kind of a new thing I've seen. You've in seen some, it, yeah, bit? in some anyway. of the new areas. So you've obviously got like a whole class crossing the road here. Mm. Okay, now I'd like you to pay attention. Here they come, and not a single motorcycle, bus, passenger car, tricycle, bus, tricycle, car, car stops for them. See. These banmashian, as they call them in Chinese, or zebra crossing or zebra crossing, mean nothing. They mean nothing in China. Nobody's going to stop for you. And this is apparent here. And Oh, I know. I lived there for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, we they know. They mean nothing. They mean nothing. See, the traffic cop actually comes there now and suddenly starts. And you know what? If the traffic cop didn't get there, you see the car that's coming? Props to him. Yeah, that car wouldn't have stopped. You see that car that's yeah. in the middle of the intersection? Yep. Would have just gone. Ten bucks says if we had audio on this, mm -hmm. the car would be honking. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you just have to understand that uh, the, the frustrations of living in China, mm. this, this is one of them that really frustrated me, is the lack of ability of people to follow basic rules, mm. basic laws, uh, to the detriment of people's mm. safety. So it's not just me saying like, oh, you should let me in or something. It's no, not no. that. You know, it really boils down to this whole, whole thing. If you have family in China, if you're raising your family in China, do you want your children to be in a position where they have to cross the road, but no one's going to allow them and possibly just drive over them. You know what I mean? I think it bears watching one more time just to, to show that it's not nonsense. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> okay. Hunan, Xintian. Okay, you got the little kids all in their reflective vests and nobody's stopping for them, including public buses. You would think at least the public bus would follow the rules. Nope. Passenger cars, delivery vehicles, everything. <clears throat> no one gives a shit. You know, those kids are a nuisance for them. They're an annoyance. And only when... An, uh, by the way, you don't get traffic cops normally in these places. It's obviously because they were doing some kind of traffic safety thing. No, I agree with you on that. You know? They're, they are rolling out in mid bigger cities to, to make children more visible, though, I've seen. Okay. It's, it's a thing. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah. But if it wasn't for the traffic cops coming there and actually stopping the traffic... They wouldn't have stopped. Those kids would have been standing there like until next day almost. Yeah, they would be like that uh, Futurama skit with the dogs just waiting for the owner to come back. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like that. Mm -hmm. It'd uh, get old. It'd be like Benjamin Button, but in reverse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at some crafty little uh, thievery tricks. 
Imagine just filming that and not actually shouting at the guy. Hold on, pause it. I want to explain, set the scene here for okay. all you listeners. We're looking at an apartment filmed mm-hmm. in uh, we, what we call shoe cam, which mm-hmm. means vertical cam yeah. with a phone. Um, unfortunately, this person should have used the other way, the horizontal camera, so we could get a better picture. But sure. that being said, mm. what you see on the windows are called anti-thief bars. Well, burglar bars. Burglar bars. And they are all over China. Yeah, all the houses and apartments all have All over. And they're a massive fire Even up hazard. on like the 30th yes, floor. Yes, because you get... Those guys climb Spider up. boys. Yes, yeah, spider they boys. They climb yeah. the buildings. My mm-hmm. wife had to throw a pot at one. Yep. That was on the sixth floor. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, sixth floor walk up and the industrial <laughs> chemicals out. <laughs> yeah. Did you lift next to Mario? I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were good buddies. Yeah. There you uh, go. Anyway, the, <laughs> the guy here, what he's doing is going through the burglar bars with a bamboo pole. <laughs> yes. And he sees a lovely bag, which he would like to steal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing it unabashedly. Now, previously, when this has happened to me, the thieves have run away and even fallen off the building when I confront them. Yeah. This person, I don't know if he spotted this person or not, but they're just kind of watching him do it. Maybe he knows there's nothing in the bag. Maybe. Yeah. You know, this actually happened to me in South Africa. Hmm. Um, I'd left my jacket at my own house. I left my jacket on a chair in my living room. And somebody took a pole and lifted my jacket through the burglar bars. And it had my wallet in it, which was oh. the worst. Luckily, yeah, luckily or unluckily, they threw all the cards and IDs and stuff into a pond. Oh, they were, that's like, nice of them. Yeah, they, <laughs> they could have at least thrown it on the floor. Yeah. But no, they were like, screw this guy, threw them all in a pond on the way out and just took the, nice. the wallet and the, whatever cash was in there. But yeah, oh. I'm, I'm uh, familiar they with this. You didn't want your credit card? I didn't, I didn't have a credit card. Oh, you said cards, so it's like yeah, it was you know like my driver's license, oh, my ID card. Usually, colloquial means credit cards. I didn't. I had know. I had like debit cards, but like good luck getting any money out of there. There's nothing in there. <laughs> they don't like, know they that. They get like ten rand. They or don't whatever. know that. Yeah, you they don't know like that. that. You know, that was my time in my life where I'd pull into a gas station and I'd be like getting little bits of cents and put like yeah. a and the pump would literally go like and done. Yeah. You know, I remember. <laughs> I think I was probably eighteen. Yeah. Pulling up my car, yeah, and getting underneath the seat to find coins. Yeah, but because I couldn't do it at the pump, it's because you can't use a card, yeah. right, for that small change. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to overdraft your account. You can't. Then yeah. you get 30, 40 bucks charge, mm-hmm. which is real bad. I get 80 cents together or whatever put the gas in and then i'd have to walk into the and be like give me 80 cents oh, oh, give me 80, mm. i had 80 cents on pump four yeah oh, that's, <laughs> that's gotta suck <laughs> anyway so um yeah that's one one ingenious way this is another ingenious way now this is inside you could tell it's inside a dormitory um you know the dormitory where normally factory workers or or migrant workers yes live this guy has got a piece of wire coming through the like air vent above the door. This is pretty common. Yeah. And then someone throws something at the well, door. Like it looked like a roll of um, duct tape or something. Let's uh, okay. go back. You'll see. She's these, are, like, these are fun. Yeah. The amount of people I knew in China that got robbed all the time is insane. Mm-hmm. And you know what's weird? You know what's sad? Is that the... What is this? Inception. Inception. Can you make us big? Yeah, I can make us big. It's weird to see this. Well, look, that's even more cool. Okay, we can do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, it's like you know a what's 70s funny? music video. The Everyone got everyone in China that you'll talk to has gotten robbed at some point. Yeah. And, but the thing is, you know what's more prevalent with poor people? Yeah, it's unfortunate because they... They don't. They can't afford to live in an apartment with burglar bars. They're living or, in or a, a security guard. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. 
who often happy. has paid off and oh, lets yeah. the burglars in and is, is in on the criminal He's in enterprise. on the whole thing, yeah. But yeah, no, the people that are robbed most are usually very low-income people and migrant workers, mm. uh, and they use some real so, bad methods. Oh, yeah. A real. We've covered this in uh, Xiaoban Ho. Yeah, we've got we some more the, for Xiaoban Ho. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Xiaoban Ho. Well, no, actually, speaking, speaking of, of sponsors. Now, hang on. Now, guys, before you, before you get all mad or anything, listen up. No, get mad. No, we can handle it. No, listen up, okay? This next sponsor that we're going to show you is incredibly useful. Yes, it is. Super useful Very. for anyone who's kind of wanting to try and avoid buying made in China products all the time. And it's free. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. When you're buying stuff... Sometimes it's unavoidable to buy made in China stuff because just so much is made there. But if you can have an option to buy something else, it's good to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's good to know where your stuff's coming yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's uh, let's roll it so you guys can see what we're talking about here. Um, here it comes. A lot of you guys have asked me, how can I figure out where my products are coming from to make sure that I'm not just buying some random knockoff stuff, especially stuff from China? Well, it's really simple. All you have to do is get the Cultivate Browser plugin because it's completely free. Guess what? It tells you not only where the product is made on Amazon, but it also tells you where the brand is from. If you don't want to buy that particular product, Cultivate will tell you that information and then also give you local alternatives. So sometimes you can even pick it up the same day. You don't even have to wait for the delivery. It's a fantastic way to make Amazon more transparent, to know where your stuff is coming from, who you're supporting, and give you cheaper local alternatives. Not only that, Cultivate also gives you cash back on your purchases. All you have to do is go to wecultivate.us slash laowai. It's completely free. Add that on and you can say goodbye to all those weirdly named brands and find the real deal. Find the real product that you've been looking for and you know that you're going to be able to get quality because you chose something and you made Amazon more transparent. That's wecultivate.us slash laowai. It's completely free. Okay, so we're back. Back we're with the kids. Run, Whoa, run we're back again. with the kids. No, we're not going to run it again. Um, got something else to show. Yes. <laughs> well, no, we'll come back to that. We're coming later. back, yeah. Get it, maybe give us a neutral background. I got us a neutral background. Okay, now okay. shift, I th- shift I think forward. I think our audience appreciates seeing what happens inside the sausage factory. I think they absolutely do. Nope, not that. Yeah, I know. Not that's that. coming later. Okay. okay, so I guess what we're going to... Oh, gonna, no, we have one more thing. We got one... We it's got not one an more. ad. It's fun. Okay, yeah. So I made a meme. You made a meme. Oh, yes. what is your meme? Can you read it for everyone? So this is, uh, you know, Tim Cook. Yes. CEO of uh, Apple. Yes. Right? He went to Sichuan, which is fine. They went there to, like, do some education thing or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't help yeah. but get a chuckle out of the press release photos. Yes. Uh, which show him, you know, being a real philanthropist and helping <laughs> sure. out some kids with their red communist scarves exactly not the kid's fault it says apple yeah. ceo tim cook visited a primary school in Sichuan province and used the latest ipad model with the students which i just find the irony is just so rich mm-hmm. because a lot of the things that you you would need to do on an on an ipad yeah. like for research or for education would be blocked by the chinese yeah. government yeah. so i made a meme and it says the student says mr tim why do none of these apps work and he says Mm-hmm. Shit, hold on. Installs VPN. Because yeah. you would need a VPN. Absolutely. To do that. Yeah. And the, the other thing that I find the just pure irony is this government is trying their absolute damnedest 
to flush your brand down the toilet. They're Look banning the their government workers yep. from using their iPhones. They're starting massive boycotts and stoking it with nationalism to promote their own domestic copy Yeah, phone. look at the Huawei Mate 60 thing that we covered and how they actually were trying to foment this yes. fervor, this nationalist fervor to boycott Apple products, state-owned companies, and also just companies in general. Yeah. We're like, you're not allowed to bring your iPhone. Dude, I, I didn't tell this, but a friend of mine is a teacher um you know in beijing mm. he actually got called in and his um, management said if you buy the new iphone don't bring it into work don't talk about it <laughs> if you if you buy the huawei mate 60 we'll give you a pay raise and you get to talk about it no in class. way because obviously there's something going on behind the yeah. scenes the school doesn't care no of someone course not. told them Absolutely. there's a party member in the schools this whole thing to like promote the huawei mate 60 yeah. was being proliferated everywhere and also suppress any any talk about the iPhone 15. Mm. It didn't work. Remember, the iPhone 15 just had record sales in China and everything. But at the same time, the Chinese government is absolutely trying to punish Apple all the time. And so Tim Cook has to do these, like, capitulating, kowtowing, like, oh, we, we love you, China. We're just going to come here the and thing help is, you like, out. It is good for, like, America and Apple in general to be able to sell Apple products to China. That's great. Yeah. Like, it's great for the American economy. It's just great in general. It is. I mean, I just want to say something very inappropriate, but I'm not going don't to. Don't say it. Don't do it. <laughs> not, just don't just, do it. I'm not I'm just Rewind. saying. No, you're going to. Don't, don't. Plug the hole. I'm just, you know, well, hey. No, 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 no. I don't want to have to go. Uh, no, don't do it. Uh, save just, it for Xiaoban Ho. Okay, I'll save it for Xiaoban Ho. I'll, just, I'll even know? put it in notes. Don't okay. say it. Okay, I won't. All right. Don't do it. Xiaoban yeah. Winston joke from 182. Okay. Okay. And I'll write right. Apple. Okay. Old okay. habits die hard. Let's continue on. Okay. All right. Whew. Um, dodged a bullet with that one. I'll tell you what. Oh, didn't you put the, 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 the other thing in here? No, you didn't put the, where's um, Environment Boy? Environment Boy's later. Oh, it's in World News? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Whew. Dodged a massive bullet there. Stop. I don't even I, know what you're doing. It's okay. Time to continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> we're now going to move on to our main segment of the show, guys, which, I don't of course... Know what you're getting at. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't make me explain it. Okay, soft power hour. This is where we talk about how China's trying to change your mind in so many different ways. And this time around, we're going to be talking about this massive EV yeah. you know, industry in China. Which is an electric vehicle for all of you that yes. don't know. So first, what we have to talk about is a particular brand, okay? of Chinese EV, which is called Weltmeister. Okay. Is it like a, a guy that goes around delivering welts to people? Well, punches people. You know what no. I mean? I'm the Weltmeister. I give welts. No, it's, it's just a Chinese, um, the Chinese founder wanted uh, it to sound German. That is the dumbest name I've ever heard. Well, I think he's quite not smart about it. Why? I mean, that's what I just said. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he's smart, but not smart. Okay, why? Okay, first of all, brand recognition. Mm. If you look at VW and then you look at WM, because you know it's always abbreviated the WM yeah. this and that, and like their logo and stuff's WM and all that. Yes. If you look at the VW and WM, it almost looks like a mirror image, doesn't it? Mm. So I even had a little thought exercise, and I opened up Photoshop. Please, anyone who's a Photoshop person, ignore my bad Photoshop skills here. But I actually just erased a little bit of that. And 
you know, doesn't it just look like you're looking at a reflection of VW in the water? When will my reflection show me who I am inside? Because <laughs> what I am inside is a copy of yeah. VW. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he probably did that on purpose. Yes. I'm pretty sure he's like, VW, because look, BYD took BMW. Man, they tried so hard to distance themselves from Did that. Remember in the beginning, it was like, it was just BMW. Yeah, and their logo was yeah, the BMW I mean. logo. They weren't trying to hide no, it. No, they just then. like took the one line out. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. No, and so, it was the worst shit you've ever so, seen in the cars. So yeah, so bad. So, yeah. I mean, obviously he did this because he wanted to get that like German mark... Uh, recognition, right? Yes. He yep. wanted people to like take a glance and say, oh, it's a VW. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's a WM. This is what we think. I'm, yes, I yes. think, but as an educated guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Very educated. Yes. yes. <laughs> Highly educated guess. Exactly. Burn your dreams. <laughs> Thanks, Burn Gilbert. your driveway. That's my favorite Burn one you. so far. <laughs> <'Cause, you know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Continue. Okay. So anyway, this Waltmeister, Welt, Weltmeister. Okay. <laughs> Weltmeister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Weltmeister. I give you welts if you don't buy this car. <laughs> exactly. Um, they were one of the newest Chinese darlings, which sold, I think they sold the most amount of EVs in 2019 or something. Okay. They were the, the, one of the hottest brands. In the Chinese market. Yeah, literally. In the Chinese market, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to be serious in this. Okay. So I just wanted to show you just a quick little reel of some of the, the things that were going on about going around. I'll get us out of here. Let's take a look. All right. It's coming. Here it comes. Okay. One of the most talked about electric car manufacturers in China. They are about to release a... Tesla Model 3 competitor for 24,000 US dollars. And it's actually pretty good. Have legacy automakers already lost the EV battle? This is the Weltmaster EX5Z. With this, the WM Motors W6 EVP system, that is autonomous valet parking. Now, this kind of system is available in other cars, but I believe that this is one of the most, if not the most advanced system that we've ever seen on the channel, and perhaps the most advanced system that's available for sale today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the vlog. In today's episode, we are going to be reviewing this, the Weltmeister W5. The Weltmeister W5. Okay, so... I've <clears throat> so got a lot of uh, media. Yeah, no, I mean, all the, the usual sort of... Um, now, listen, I don't want to cast any kind of like bad aspersions on these people. No, 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 this is about showing how much hype there was. Yeah, when you are like an EV car guy or an EV fanboy, you're going to jump on anything that comes yeah, out that's EV. of course. All right? So this Weltmeister was being passed around, started to sell in places like the Philippines and, and other, you know, places developing around the world. Countries. Yeah, developing Mostly countries. Mostly developing yeah. countries, right? But... The thing is, they were putting out all these figures that oh, we've sold so many. We're doing so well. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to overtake the market. They're the, the future. Familiar. Yeah, it's always like that. <laughs> they released this concept car over here, the Maven. And of that course, looks like shit. Well, I mean, the thing is, for most people, they probably look at that and they're like, ooh, high tech. I'm sorry, as a car guy, yeah, yeah, that car looks guy. like mm. a bad word thing is this is just like a completely fake car it's just yeah, a concept I car. it's not real yeah they're actually their actual real cars look very crap this already looks crap to me so mm. i can't wait for you to entice my <laughs> okay entice but, I mean, my sensibilities the fact of the matter is you saw people coming out and saying like this is the new tesla competitor you know they've just released it it's so cheap but it's just as good or almost as good 
And you can go check, there's tons of reviews and all these inside EV channels and all this crap out there. And they're all praising Weltmeister. The lights stretching down mm. that are not flush with the line on the hood is truly bad design. Yeah, okay, sure. It's bad. I, I'm just like wondering who they copied it from. I just wonder who they copied it oh, from because yeah, they didn't come up with that. I'm sure. Oh, like the bonnet, I think it's bad enough the, the, that they did. The bonnet of the yeah, <laughs> the bonnet of this is a a copy of. Uh, I've seen it before. As this bonnet is a copy Bro, or hood, as you call it, it comes with a body kit on it from the factory. <laughs> sure, it's bad sure. design. Dude. Yeah, it's a bad design. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, you have to be very careful when you're listening to all the hype surrounding yeah. Chinese EVs, yes. okay? And you've been hearing it a lot, I'm sure, about how the Chinese EV industry has shaken the world and surprised the world, and everybody didn't realize that this like sleeping giant just popped up. The numbers that you're seeing when it comes to the Chinese EV market are very, very skewed and inflated. Yeah. And on top of that, they're the result of a lot of behind-the-scenes cunning trickery, Yes. okay? subsidies by the Chinese government were offered to all these EV makers. There are over 100 Chinese EV makers, of which most of them are bankrupt now. And what is the purpose of that? It's to say China has the biggest EV market in the world, and people just keep believing it. The most EV sales. Look, sure, they've got the most EV sales, but that's because they've been selling the cars to themselves or registering them and leaving them or to rot in the field. dumping them in other countries. Yes, dumping them or these ride-sharing programs that they basically gave them to them for free and they were being subsidized from the government, so it didn't matter. In fact, there are actual cases of these EV companies getting paid, say, let's just say it's like $20,000. The government says, we will pay you $20,000 for each car you make. So the EV manufacturer produces a car for like, 10,000, like a real cheap piece of crap, takes a 20,000, then they register that car, chuck it in a field, and then they've made 10 grand on each car. So they just pump them out. Yeah. They pump them out because they're actually stealing money from the government subsidies. Right. Th this is not something I've made up. This has actually happened. There yeah. are cases of it, and that's you can go read up on it. But what happened then is you have this massive amount of sales data saying that China has the most EV sales in the world and mm. all that. And of course, with a large population like China, you would expect that anyway. But it's a lot of it fake and false. Okay. It also corresponds directly with the green initiative in China, mm. where they have been duping the rest of the world into the, or at least giant, giant uh, influential politicians slash um, organizations yeah. to think that China is leading the world in green technology and they're the ones that are driving the reduction in CO2 and fight the fight against global warming when they keep increasing it Yes, and then expect the rest of the world to fall in line and yeah. decrease on their <clears throat> behalf. Yeah, It's shocking. We're actually going to get into that later, but it's pretty shocking how far and scary that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Weltmeister now, because if you were to watch a video about Weltmeister, let's say a couple months ago, you would have continued to see this praise about how this upstart, like kind of new, it's one of these new Chinese EV companies. One of the three dragons. Yeah, one of the four dragons. Four dragons. It's taken on the world. It's like all old manufacturers like Audi and all the established GM and stuff have to worry. They've lost Weltmeister's proof that they, you know, falling behind all that kind of crap, right? Let's just talk about the reality of the situation, okay? First of all, the quality of Weltmeisters sucks. Second of all, you've got a lot of cases, like as you can see in the background here, of Weltmeisters just spontaneously catching fire, okay? That's not what you want. Let's see. Got These a are all videos from people in China. Yeah. 
Um, here's a Weltmeister just... It looks like a Jeddah. Yeah, look, obviously they they take a lot of inspiration yeah. from other cars. Yeah, inspiration is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, these are Weltmeisters catching fire. Mm. But that's okay. That's something you would expect. I mean, I've done a couple of videos on uh, Chinese EVs catching fire and burning. Mm. Uh, it's not uncommon, especially when you've got such a large amount of EV sales in China. You're going to see the percentage of these spontaneous combusting things go up and up and up. Okay. That's not the real reason. We're not talking about them burning to the ground and their bad quality. We're talking about the fact that they're bankrupt. Oh. Okay. But they kind of silently went bankrupt. What a tasty treat. People only started to realize that they were going bankrupt when the apps, because you know all these fancy Chinese EV cars, they've got apps. Yeah. And you like connect one. to your car. Yeah, it's all proprietary. And you connect to your car with it. That's how you unlock your car. That's how you use certain features. You can see inside these Weltmeister dealerships how they're all like empty and stuff now. Ooh. Yeah, and just deserted. There's nothing there anymore. I hate that mm. logo. Yeah, it's it sucks. Uh, anyway... They started to realize that their apps weren't working anymore because they couldn't connect to the Weltmeister servers, mm. and even the websites were down. Or that's like definitely going to imagine you. You like you can't connect, and you're like, uh oh, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, oh no. So yeah, we have a situation where the like I said, the apps in the cars just weren't working because mm. you need them for all these fancy things, and that just shows you that um, the the company is obviously struggling. Yeah. Because look, I'll show you. Here's a a little screenshot from one of the apps. Why, why oh, is no, it we so saw, short? We saw. Anyway, the fact of the matter is when your app for your car can no longer connect to the Weltmeister servers and you suddenly can't use many of the features in your car, mm -hmm. well, then you got to worry. You do. Because not only is the con company going under yes, and tons of people, by the way, tons and tons of workers have unpaid salaries. The factories are kind of running at a loss or dead. They can't produce parts. So every, if people want to go in and service their car. They can't do it anymore because the parts don't exist. The company finally did file for bankruptcy behind closed doors. But like I said, people only found out when they couldn't use their apps and stuff. It's kind of like the uh, property companies. Like, you know, there's these big ones that you see like Evergrande and stuff. There's a lot of, you know, property related things that go under that you don't hear about. Yeah. Right. And they're like kind of domestic things in China that get covered up or the people find out way later when they yeah. don't get their loans back and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. They wait until the very last second. I think this is indicative of how the Chinese government operates, period. Yes. Uh, they'll wait until the last second before there's just people are at the, their wits end before something's about to boil over before they even do anything about it. And the thing about Weltmeister is they were completely bankrupt and then they tried to list on the the American Stock Exchange to get investors. Yeah, so they did, just to get the timeline right, yeah. so they were already in financial trouble. Massive financial, they already were bankrupt. But they had successfully buried the story, Yeah, probably. Yeah. In our opinion. And they mm -hmm. went to the US and then filed to list publicly yeah, as a like, public company. There's a, I, I don't know what it's called, but there's a way where you can do a, a reverse listing or something. Okay. There's something fancy you can do. So which, this was to attract American investment. Yes. And that's that's something I'd like everybody to take away from this, is when you see these investment opportunities in China, you have to be incredibly careful. Because in this case, they didn't go through. The company publicly went bankrupt in China before yeah. the filing could be complete. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. But if they'd not gone publicly bankrupt and managed to keep the story under wraps Ooh, boy. and publicly listed in America, Man. do you know the amount of gullible American investors who would have invested? No offense, but 
this my country has a massive problem with people willing to overlook the serious serious risks mm-hmm. buy straight into the chinese propaganda and go straight for it and you can see it at every facet you can see it with retirement funds yeah you can see it in politicians in the u.s believing china about environmental you know yep. green technology yeah. and signing cooperative bills because oh it's for the greater good of the earth <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. they let China declare war on the U.S. Mm-hmm. China's basically declared war on the U.S. in a way. Yeah, in many ways. At least in, from an information war perspective. Yeah. And then we're supposed to, in America, keep buying and into their investment schemes and be like, everything's totally fine. Yeah. You know, people continue to do this. They do. So you're right. Like, I think this would have attracted in, insane... Look Dude. at NEO. And NEO, yeah. NEO listed publicly. Yeah. And this kind of thing has happened before with other EVs that have gone bankrupt mm. and people have invested from America and lost all their money. And the stupid thing is, is that if you were to go search Weltmeister, like let's say one day before they publicly de- declared bankruptcy on the Chinese, you know, in the Chinese internet and stuff, if you were to search it, all you would find are all these praising videos out yeah. there. Yeah. Like I showed you a couple of clips, all these people like, this is the next big thing. And in some of those videos, they're literally like, this is the future. In five years, Weltmeister is going to be bigger than all of the established brands and things like that, right? Imagine you're an investor and you like, see this thing. Oh, this new Chinese EV that's selling incredibly well in China is about to list in America on the American stock market. You're like, yeah, okay, let's do some research. And the only things you can find online are these positive puff pieces. You see how this works? It's yeah. this. It's from an authoritarian country with one of the lowest ratings of press freedom yeah. in the world, where China can control every single piece of information that goes in and out. Yeah, they do, and they yeah. do it well. Yes. So imagine you're reading a curated image of all these things where you're actually putting your hard-earned money. You're from a country with a high-trust society that yes. you know you can read something and have a general sense of being able to suss it out if it's real or not. Yeah. And you're reading false information yeah. that has been curated and fed to you, mm-hmm. and you blow everything on Yeah. It. Imagine you dumped a huge portion of your investment money or your savings into Weltmeister. There's financial advisors that do that yeah, for people. they do it for people. And the thing is, okay, here's what would have happened to your money if you had invested in Weltmeister is they would have stolen it because they were in so much debt. They wouldn't have used it to try and fix their problems. They would have stolen it. And here's proof. Now, on the Chinese internet, tons of articles have just come up about the founder and chairman, okay, over here, who of Weltmeister. He's a guy who came up with it. By the way, he used to work for Volvo. Oh, wow. As you know, Volvo is owned by China, by Geely. It's Geely or Geely or Geely. Actually, I'd say Geely, if I were to read it. I remember seeing Geely's in uh, China, and they look real bad. Oh, oh yeah. No, <laughs> like Geely's, are, Geely's are really bad. But, you know, the Geely group. In our opinion. The, the, no, they just are. Yeah. <laughs> Geely actually purchased Volvo, yeah, and so they right. own it. And that's so he right. used to work for Volvo, and that's where he got his idea of having like a like a European name. Oh, you know? so that's, that's where you got Weltmeister. Yeah, Weltmeister. Even though Volvo is like Swedish. Or, yeah, isn't it from Sweden? Yeah, it's not from it's Germany. German. But hey, you never know. It's that yeah. part of the world, right? Hey, anyway. You never know. What he's done, <clears throat> okay, is very sneakily used an excuse to go to the, the I think it was the Munich Auto Show, mm. okay? But he went to the Munich Auto Show and then from there transferred to America with his entire family. So his entire family is in America right now, including him. And here's just a Google translation of one of the articles. People familiar with the matter said that uh, the 
Weltmeister. Which translates to Weimar. <laughs> Weimar or whatever. Anyway, Chairman Shen Hui and his family have moved to the United States, leaving a debt of nearly 40 billion. Mm. Okay, so 40 billion, I'm guessing, RMB in unpaid wages. Yes. In debt for factories and parts and all this kind of stuff. Right. And so let this be a warning to everyone out there who's thinking of investing in the Chinese EV market or just in the, the these Chinese tech startup companies and stuff. This is usually the outcome eventually. Mm -hmm. They'll hide the, the truth for the longest time and keep taking investment money. And then when the chips are down, they flee to the United States with their family, use their ill-gotten gains to escape and leave debt behind and leave everybody in the lurch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Cool. So that's, by the way, this is the start of, I predict, a huge kind of knock-on effect. That's in what the I was going to ask you. Thing. What do you, like, this is a one drop in a massive pool. Well, I mean, 40 billion yen in debt. And I know. There I know. are hundreds. Yeah, I know. Of these companies. Well, no, look, there were hundreds. Yes. And they keep falling. I'm just devil's advocating. Yeah. I, in, in my estimation, the big companies like BYD, which are, Pretty much just state-owned companies. State-backed, okay. at least. Yeah, state-backed and yeah. state-owned, let's be honest. like They've obviously got fingers in there. Uh, they will survive no matter what because the Chinese government will not let them fail, just like blood, Huawei. Right? You yeah. know, They will refuse to let them fail. But some of the smaller ones probably going to fall by the wayside. Yeah. And right now in the, the EV market in China, I think you're seeing BYD, Xpeng. Kind of I can't memory. believe that's one that took off. Yeah. Remember Zatye? Yeah, Zatye, yeah, yeah. We always used to make fun of like these Chinese car manufacturers, mm -hmm. but we're starting to see them in Western countries, and it's pretty shocking because, mm -hmm. the, I mean, from what we've seen personally in China, the build quality is really bad. It's very bad, yeah. And then uh, there's like Neo and maybe a couple others. They might survive, but I think you'll find it's going to reduce down to just a couple of players. Yeah. And Burn your dollars. Yeah, burn your dollars. And again, the fact that the EU has decided to start to look into this whole subsidy thing. That's what I'm worried about in America. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? I'm worried about America kind of falling because the EU and Australia and all these countries have already kind of bought into this thing like, yeah, okay, we don't like China's human rights abuses. We're going to buy their shitty cars. Yeah. And with bad safety standards and stuff because at least we're not contributing to global CO2 emissions. Yeah, you know what I mean? Which is absolutely not true. It's a true. huge Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it is. Another thing is, you know, um, because China's had such a huge amount of sales mm. and uh, so on of EVs, everybody looks to them as kind of like a world leader in EV. This, big. this is boring so, to see. Sorry, yeah, it is boring. <laughs> uh, in EV technology, which is not the case. Oh. You know? Um, you can still look to Tesla for that mm. uh, and other companies like Rivian and uh, Lucid and stuff like that. Mm. But... Um, if you look at the Chinese companies, and this is something I say, uh, you just because you do something a lot doesn't mean you're good at it. Does that make sense? That's not true at all in China. Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's literally when, how it works. Yeah, in China, it's like, oh, we have the most green technology, yes, yes. but it's all junk. Yes, we have but, the most patents. Yes. We have the most research papers. By the way, you can patent anything you yes, want. You can make research papers all you want to with AI. Yes, and I can make a fresh air burger... Yes. And patent that. Okay. But it doesn't mean it's real. No. Okay. Fresh but the thing is... Air. You can't I'm, make that in China. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, you could probably make something edible out of the air there. If you compress yeah, it or something. Probably. You know? <laughs> you compress probably. the air, get some carbon or something, yeah, yeah. add some flavor. Anyway, no, I mean, look, I don't want to sound too condescending here, but at the end of the day, 
when it comes to just having the most, like they love to tout this, the most high-speed rail, the, the most amount of high-speed, where is that? <laughs> I got to throw that in there, the uh, train thing. Just because you've got the most doesn't mean it's the best. Mm. And the technology wasn't even developed in China. All the technology for the trains they have, you know, a foreign, it's foreign technology that's been either licensed or copied, etc. But people think, oh, wow, the most amount of high-speed rail, therefore the best. It's not the case. Just like I said, you can make the most EVs, doesn't mean it's the best. You can make the most chips. You can make the most anything. doesn't mean they're the best. Absolutely. So, oh, we've got the greatest sales of French fries, but your French fries suck. Doesn't mm. matter just because they're cheap. They're like raw, they're soggy. They're just cheap and people buy them because they yeah. have to. Yeah. You know, yeah. they can't afford anything more. Doesn't mean they're the best. Anyway, you get the point. So that's why I think we're going to see a massive downturn in the Chinese EV um, fields. Now, before we continue, guys, um, we got a fun little thing to share with you. We always do. You find it. I got to go all the way back here. Back, back in time. Okay, not this. You're going... You're doing some serious, oh, there it is. serious it. stuff here. Okay. <clears throat> Those of you who watch our show probably know that we have a, uh, a whatchamacallit, a Monday show, right? A Monday show. Yeah, a secret it's, show. It's a secret show. It's a special it's show. Mm -hmm. And we'd like to show you what you might have actually missed this last week. Uh, let's play it out here. Not that. Today we're talking about brutal schools. <laughs> so you'd have like Headboy, and I guess he'd be the... That sounds real bad. <laughs> it, it sounds so bad. We used to still get the cane, you know, like we'd get wow. whipped with like... Um... I forgot you're like 150 years old. I got in trouble for chewing a Tic Tac. Like a lot of the schools in China are just an absolute mess. It's yeah. like chaos. Isn't that such a China scene? Look at the freaking <laughs> the sky is gray, gray and, and horrible. The, and the empty construction yeah. with a crane. The, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's like got the like ghost city building that'll yes. never be completed yeah, like yes. if you did any sports in school you're already a better like soldier than any of these kids that do this military training are like all of this is a charade yeah this is nonsense this they've been showing this stuff around this is some of the funniest stuff i've ever seen yeah. don't, don't teach kids to hate especially don't teach them to hate a specific nation or race yeah so <laughs> somehow you got back to that <laughs> you were controlling this <laughs> that's true <laughs> what are you blaming <laughs> me for hey, I don't protection know. sometimes it works what's your source that i did that <laughs> oh i got it right here where is it my source is that i made it the f up anyway yes uh for those of you who'd like to join us for shaban ho on mondays you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash adv podcasts we would love to see you there of course only if you have the means but but. You will, if you have the means, get access to a show every single week, every single Monday, and you'll have access to every single show we've ever done prior to mm -hmm. that. It's yeah. the stuff that we can't cover on YouTube. It's the special stuff. It's the fun stuff. It's very interactive. A yeah. lot of polling, a lot of chatting, a lot of... It's very fun. We were you don't want to miss we it. We were talking about brutal schools yes, in China. And hey, guys, like our topics, we don't choose them. The audience chooses yes, them. Yes, you guys choose it. We vote on the topic every week. So if you want to be part of that kind of process, a very democratic process... Uh, definitely join us on our patron. It's awesome. Mm. It's freaking so much fun. Now, I cannot wait to get into our next segment, which is Wumao Corner, guys. We've got a fun one for you today because everybody who watches the show is aware of the, can the Canadian pride. The pride ah. of Canada. Now, okay, if you were to take a guess, dear listener or audience member, what would you think? The pride of Canada is a maple leaf, maybe? A moose, perhaps? I don't no. think a maple leaf. I'd say maple syrup. 
Well, I mean, where do maple, where does maple come from? I just I think if you ask a Canadian, what are you proud of of your country? They're not going to say a leaf. Snow. That's <laughs> no. that's invented ice in hockey. Canada. Yeah, yes. ice hockey. Uh, hockey. I'd say like Wayne Gretzky or whatever. Right? Yeah, hockey definitely. Like I I know that there's a lot of good stuff coming out of Canada. Some amazing actors. Oh yeah, what's you his got name? Brian Adams. <laughs> that's who you go to. <laughs> I was going to say Jim Carrey. Oh, is he from Canada? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's Canadian, right? Why did you, Brian Adams is what you go towards. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? It's like he used to be quite a, quite the rocker Ru- back in the Rush. day. Yeah. <laughs> Good band. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anyway, Canada's got a lot of amazing things. Atlantis but... Morissette. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Jagged Lo- Little Pill. That. Yeah, that was my first CD I ever bought. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, don't you think? Anyway, quite honestly, though, the absolute pride of Canada is the aurora. Yes. It's French chef's kiss. Oh, Not know? talking about the Borealis. No, we're talking about the aircraft, which is like a surveillance, long-range surveillance aircraft. And once Very again... Tech, right? Yeah, well, you're going to see. Oh, okay. Okay. Once again, it has been involved in an international incident, and it always seems to be with Chinese fighters. <laughs> it attracts trouble. <laughs> it, it attracts Chinese fighter jets. Take it's a look. Nice. We'll just play this little clip here. I'd like you to take a note. It says international waters over, um, you know, the South China Sea there. They're flying near the what are called the Senkaku Islands, also known as the Diaoyudao, which belong to Japan, but China claims them. But either way, it doesn't matter because they're in it's international, international airspace. Yeah. They're in international Sorry. airspace, yeah. <laughs> the islands are in the water. <laughs> I think if they got shut down, they'd be in international waters. Correct. But right now they're in international yes. airspace, okay? So now there is absolutely no rule against them flying there. And that's why they fly there, okay? Because they're doing surveillance. Chinese fighter jet comes up within five meters. Okay. Uh, I feel me... like we're watching a nature documentary. Yeah. You see how he's waggling? It's not waggling the wings. Well, yeah. I mean, within five meters is incredibly irresponsible. Yes. First of all, it's not Chinese airspace. It's international airspace. They have every right to be there. Mm-hmm. But Just they're like intercepted. China can fly its planes in international airspace anywhere at once. All day, all night. People aren't going to go buzz them with their freaking, you know, fighter jets. Let's take a look here. I'll get us out of here so you can just see the, the little report here. We're watching closely here as this Chinese fighter jet intercepting the Canadian Armed Forces Aurora plane that we're on board. It's within a few meters of the wing. I'm surprised it's not in sepia tone. Yep. Yeah, I'd be like giving, flipping them the bird. Yeah, that's pretty like Lehigh intercept though. Good skill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Getting that close. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's uh, eerie. Eh? It's incredibly unprofessional and it's very dangerous to do that. Okay. And of course, you've got the. The 50 Cent Wu Mao Army coming out there and saying like, hi, this Canadian journalist, Biatch, 
if you feel scared, just go back to your own home on the other side of the Pacific. Don't take your old military plane to peep at us again and again. I'm gonna um, say mm-hmm. that that's very rude, very, very rude. Word, but I will also agree with them on the old plane part. Yes, I will agree <laughs> on the old plane part. Okay, no, but it's cutting edge. It's Canada's top of the line. Right. Okay, and Let's I've see. got. I got a treat for everyone at home. Yes. Okay, we're going to get a little tour. We have a lot of Aurora fans. Yeah. We're going to get a tour because I found this fantastic, like, behind-the-scenes tour of an Aurora aircraft. Ooh. So let's take a look because this is freaking amazing. You want to see the top-level technology in the Aurora? Let's do. do it. Okay, let's get us out of here for a second. Okay. We are at CFB Comox, and right now we're on board the CP-140 Aurora. It is a long-range patrol aircraft. And three of these planes fly out of CFB Comox. You're going to be amazed at what the gentlemen on here do. This is only part of your job, though. This is only part of it. I'll take you to my next station, the acoustic section. Okay. So Canadian. Yeah. Not very far away. Oh, nice. Not, not at all. So basically... This is known as a cathode ray tube. Because under high-voltage electricity, the cathode gives off a beam, or ray, of electrons. You might call this an electron gun, which shoots a stream of tiny negative particles at the face of the tube. (laughs) The fluorescent coating on the face glows where the electron beam strikes it. That's basically it. I'll uh, pass you on now to our tactical navigator, Captain Walt Carroll. Hi. Of course, we rely on modern technology to assist us with that, such as uh, GPS. So this system will help us to know the position where we are. This is known as a cathode ray tube. Because under high voltage electricity, the cathode gives off a beam or ray of electrons. You might call this an electron gun, which shoots a stream of tiny negative particles at the face of the tube. Okay, so this is our ASOP, Franjo Gasparovic. Hey, yeah, ASOP stands for Airborne Electronic Sensor Operator. This is known as a cathode ray tube. Because under high voltage electricity, the cathode gives off a beam, or ray, of electrons. You might call this an electron gun, which shoots a stream of tiny negative particles at the face of the tube. CRT hype. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyway. <laughs> Canada is just Man, so freaking so advanced. advanced. Oh, you can't believe really it. Really the inspiration to the world. I, I mean, and the stupid thing is it still looks like that to this day. Does it? Yes. They still have, when was that clip from? That's like probably about five, ten years old. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. I, I watched a modern one. It's still the same. Wow. It's it's one of those military things. They don't change it if it's not broken type thing. I get it, yeah. But I feel like you get cancer sitting there on those <laughs> old freaking things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. This, I like it. I like how they switch so naturally mm-hmm. from a very Canadian accent to a straight up transatlantic yes. accent with yes. a nice radio hiss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got that from like 1950s footage or something. Excellent. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> so that's the Aurora for all you all. Um, and I, French chef's kiss. Yes, French chef's kiss. Used to be a, a French... Uh, what, what did you used to say? Well, first it was chef's kiss, then it was yeah. French kiss. Yeah. Now it's French yeah. chef's kiss, just yes. to kind of like make it so it didn't yeah, sound weird. Yeah, people thought you were trying to make out with a plane <laughs> or something, and then it got weird. Yeah, no, nothing yeah. like that. No. Anyway, so of course the uh, good old uh, Aurora... 
uh, and it's very, very high-tech is uh, technology is, again, getting in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, over the South China Sea. Now it's time for us to move on to Worldview, guys, where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regards to China. And I think this is uh, something you put together over here. Maybe you'd like uh, to have a chat. What's going on? Oh, very I recognize that guy. Who yeah, is he? Gavin Newsom. And oh. I'd like to see uh, the headline that comes in here. Okay. I don't know where the headline is, but the, the headline, way, who, I can tell you the headline who, Who's Gavin Newsom? He's the governor of California. Okay, so everyone so, knows California is very it's one of the progressive, biggest, you know. It's one of the biggest economies in the world. Yes, and right. it's all about like environmental. I remember when we lived there, it was a nightmare because you have to smog your car all the time. Yeah, and there's all these rules about like battery freaking disposal and stuff. I don't know. Wow, it was tough. <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things you, you can't just pour your antifreeze in your garden anymore. You have to like make it a... Gosh. Just, you know what I'm saying? Ah, shoot. Anyway, <laughs> just can't throw batteries just, in the just ocean kidding, anymore. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so what's, uh, what's all the... So there's supposed to be a headline there that says that he is going to visit China. So is he in China now? No, he's on the way to uh, Israel or the way back. He's going to stop off in China mm-hmm. for one day. Okay. And he's doing that to talk about um, global warming solutions, right? Now, I am not going to do any conjecture whatsoever, but I'm going to put something out there. Yeah. What I want to say first is that looking at this from the outside, it looks awfully like he's going to be quite unpopular for even visiting China mm. with no plans of even bringing up anything that should be corrected in terms of bad behavior. Sure. Um, at least from the media's perspective so far. Why don't you play the, play the clip? Okay. Oh, sorry. No, that's, that's China. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's China. Yeah, I like how they a just global leader, dump right? that stuff in the China's, river. China's the global leader of, uh, of green technology. Yeah. And they're really doing their best. The Chinese government efforts to, to clean up all of the pollution, and then number two, also reduce the carbon output because they're they're doing the most out of the whole world, right? Yeah, but the most damage to the earth. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Sorry, I screwed up. Anyway, he, mm-hmm. California Governor Newsom heads to China for climate-focused meetings. Oh, crap. Sorry, oh, I no. got interrupted yeah. again. What, what's that? I'll just read it since it come, came okay. up. I'll sure, just read it. Sure. It says, uh, China, the world's biggest emitter of carbon dioxide, produces 12.7 billion metric tons of emissions mm-hmm. annually. That dwarfs U.S. emissions currently at about uh, 5.9 billion tons annually. So yeah. uh, more than double the yeah. carbon emissions of the U.S., by the way, which are going down. Yeah, the, the, the U.S. ones are. Um, I think China, the carbon emissions are actually going up. Yeah, they've just, they've, you know, greenlit a whole bunch of new uh, coal power plants. But he, you know what the good news is? What? Uh, Gavin Newsom's actually going to China to discuss these things because China's actually the global leader in green technology and is at the forefront of uh, carbon and global warming. Well, can you and... explain to me why there's this red, oh, red river I'm in sorry, China here? That? Yeah, I'm sorry, sure. we got interrupted again. Okay, yeah, I'll just read it, though. Okay, okay sure. Uh, China's water supply has been contaminated by the dumping of toxic human and industrial waste. Pollution-induced algae blooms cause the surface of China's lakes to turn bright green, sometimes red. Well, this is obviously like a chemical off It can be chemical yeah. as well. But greater problems may lurk beneath the surface. Groundwater is... In 90% 90 of China's cities is contaminated to the point where 90% Mm. of fresh water in China is unusable. And when I say say unusable, you might think, oh, well, you'll have to boil it. No. No. The 10% that is usable is the stuff that you boil. Yeah. China has destroyed, absolutely destroyed its water supply. But anyway. But that's okay. He's going. Newsome dude's going to China, what, to maybe... Pick up some tips on green technology because well, China's a leader. If I see mm-hmm. any evidence of Newsom coming back and doing press releases about 
how China is actually progressing in the front of green technology, I'm going to have a conniption. Yeah, I'm going to, my head will explode. Yeah. I will die, uh, I will die of disappointment. Well, you know what's going to happen if he goes there? They're going to take him to like a wind farm or a, one of those massive big solar farms and say, look, we make lots of this. Therefore, we're good at it. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, let's see here. Oh, what? Oh, you've been interrupted again. Oh, I'm again. sorry. I just what got interrupted. This? It, says, is... uh, it actually says here, it says, air pollution is responsible for about 2 million deaths in China per year. Of those deaths, it says 2 million, by the way. That's a lot. Of those deaths, ambient air pollution alone caused more than 1 million deaths. Just ambient air pollution. So, yeah, it's just you walking around breathing your air in your city. Yes. Okay. Um, where what are else? we here? This, you said uh, ambient air. Okay. While household air pollution from cooking with polluting fuels and technologies caused another million deaths in the same period in China. Yes. So it says that the so the amount of deaths that were coming from China were two million just from, from air, air pollution. pollution. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's do let's see the let's see the next thing. Okay. Um, well, apparently it. that's it says, okay. Oh, it says, uh, California governor, uh, Gavin Newsom to make one day visit to Israel en route to China. Now, so he's only going to Israel for one day. He's probably going to China for a long time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's see. I wonder which one's safer to visit right now, to be honest. I don't know. Let's yeah. have a look. Anyway, let's see what's next. Hmm. Oh, uh, China's CO2 emissions increased an estimate of 10% year on year in the second quarter of 2023, rebounding approximately 1% above the record levels of 2021. Interesting. So they actually increased compared to the rest of the world. You know, this is what really pisses me off because all you ever see in the mainstream media out there and in all these blogs and everything is how great China is, is such a leader in green technology. Yeah. But the actual facts don't bear that out. No. The actual facts are, guess what? It has increased more yeah. than its record levels from before. And people are like, but they're doing like, look at these solar farms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One thing people don't realize is that to produce those solar panels generates a lot of pollution. Right. And then a lot of those solar panels are ineffective, not even hooked up. It's just for face. Right. You know, it's uh, the land of shortcuts and facades. And so, yeah, a lot of what they're doing with those EVs as well, dumping the EVs, you know, and all the technology to produce those EVs, really yes. damaging the environment. It's not helping the environment. It's not. No. Um, but what I do want to say yeah. is that I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Could sure. be fine. Could yeah. be fine. Maybe it's just to say like, you know, in you know, in our great country of America, we figured out what to do, you know, and like You know, you know what I hope for all Californians out there because the, the the one thing that really annoyed me about living in California was having to smog my 1978 Trans Am is that Newsom goes to China, sees the like he's going to see all the fluff stuff, but I hope he gets a peek, you know, like when he's not on the official guided tour and he's yes. like, "You know what? China's really emitting a lot of shit maybe we can go back and say you know what maybe it's okay to pollute a little bit maybe we can lift some of those smog bands you know yes i think maybe make californians lives a little easier i suppose i feel like that that um issue doesn't affect everyone sure but you know it is what it is yeah anyway um what do we got up here Former soldier indicted for attempting to pass national defense information to people's republic of china that sounds like something we covered last week um, but it's not. It isn't. This is actually a different story. Okay. Um, so basically what happened was there was a, a former American soldier that got picked up at the San Francisco International Airport mm -hmm. on Friday, and they got charged with passing military secrets to Chinese spies. Okay. Which is pretty <clears throat> wild. Um, so what happened was, I guess, 
this guy had like military clearance mm. and what he was doing was traveling to hong kong and then like giving chinese intelligence like information because he still meeting had up with clearance yeah. yeah and i just wanted to read the, the quote it's crazy it says the filing details in email he allegedly sent to the chinese consulate in istanbul a month after he left the united states I am trying to share information I learned during my career as an interrogator with the Chinese government. I have current top secret clearance, and I would like to talk some, to someone from the government to share this information with you if possible. Okay. My experience includes training and interrogation, running sources as a spy handler, surveillance detection, and other advanced psychological operation strategies. That's what he was sending to the Chinese government? Yeah, so it says, okay. this is all alleged, by the way. Sure. Well, I mean, it hasn't gone through yet. Yeah, but it alleged. says uh, it also documents a number of Google searches allegedly performed by Schmidt, including soldier defect, Chinese consulate, Iranian embassy, uh, what is intel China's intelligence agency, countries that don't extradite, and you can be extradited. Can you be extradited for treason? Oh, he searched that. Yeah, yeah. that's all alleged. Just like the sun allegedly, like yes. uh, it provides warmth during the day. Yes, that's an alleged fact. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Well, okay. We'll probably see a lot of this come out because, honestly, I don't think that these threats have been taken seriously for the longest time. I feel yeah. like finally people are realizing, you know what? China does play dirty and we have to keep our eyes open. Yes. You know what I mean? So that brings us to the end of the main show, guys. And that means that it's time for Yamcha, which is our Q&A. How this works is we answer your super chats. It stays up on the weekend and you get to watch it here live. But on Monday, we cut it out of the show. But That's if right. you are a patron of any tier, any level, you will be able to go ahead and watch um, the whole thing. So, That's right. Anyway, time it, to loosen the tie. It's Friday. Harry Tick says, gifted 10 show, uh, ten China show memberships. Thank oh, wow. You Thank you. Very generous. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, Newt says, Hong Hong. Oh, he did. I'll give you a Hong Hong, but just one. Just one. Hong, 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 Hong. Hong. Uh, two MCNA two says Hong, Hong. Okay. Hong, Hong, Hong. To hell with Official you. Official Rome. Thank you very much. Anthony Saint says, "Thanks, uh, great show, guys. Here's some support for libation. Can I get a pig bay?" Oh, you certainly can. We love pig bay, especially long pig over here. Makes me no. Irritate at the Next. Finally, holy yeah. crap! <laughs> Anthony Saint says, "We need a what's how." Okay, are we just doing sound bites or are we actually going to get some questions? Here? I don't, I have no idea. Okay, because we got to have questions. We can't just like, oh, you know. Hell? Nick Levin, yes, we did talk about that in one of the episodes. Chitty O says, horny furniture going to get you. No, it's horniture. Horniture, yes. It's a horn in nature. Yeah, horn nature. Russ Wolf says, I lived in Spain. Spaniards do not sound like that when they speak English. Either they dubbed over him or he isn't from Spain. It's probably not from Spain. No. Could be, it's like, I'm bad with accents, man. Yes. Mm. Uh, Apethi says, my grad friend returned to Shanghai to teach basic Marxism, probably mm. now Xi Jinping thought, at a, a prestigious Chinese university, and the U.S. is pro-democracy, but careful to use proxy. No one heard, has heard from him since. Chances is he is he jailed? I have no idea. Wouldn't be able to tell you that. Yeah, that's hard to say. Marcus, here's some cash from my favorite CIA Chinese infiltrator. Just joking, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Um Caesar says, "Do you get in trouble if you hurt the burglar in China?" Um, yeah, yeah, probably. If they, well, at least it, if they're yes. influential. <laughs> I mean, the problem is in China, as uh, I'm going to cover in an upcoming video. In fact, on mm. Sunday, uh, if there's an altercation between two people, whoever is not injured is responsible. Mm. It's a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you're attacked first, but you punch someone and they get injured. Mm -hmm. 
you still have to pay for the medical bill for sure. by law. It's a crazy situation. Crash Hard says, hey, just had to drop by to say, really enjoy your show and uh, keep up the great work, guys. We'll catch the replay tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Rick George says, K-drama fan had led me to C-drama. Yes, a lot of them, the audio does not match the video, but there's a lot of good C-dramas. Been watching you guys too long. I laugh at how the C-dramas slip in AI and 5G and military training. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's it's a weird thing that happens with Chinese productions is they seem to never record audio when they film. They always dub it in afterwards. Mm. I think they just haven't figured out microphones, you know, like yeah. boom mics and stuff, or it's too much hassle for them. Yeah. So they just film the video, and then later on they get the actors to dub over. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. Um, David Pei, old friend of the show, said he mentioned that Lola will be doing a show. So oh. go check out Lola's details. That's cool. Um, happy Friday, mates, from Kuala Tova. Three had a really mm-hmm. terrible time this week. Uh, made me mm-hmm. feel like a... <laughs> okay. um, by the way, mm-hmm. any plans to bring that soundbite back? I don't know. I guess we could bring it back. Yeah, we can bring it back. Yeah, And uh, hopefully your week improves or your weekend improves your spirits. Yes. Yeah. Matt Peters, just want to tell you guys that you inspire me. Oh, okay. thank you. Gabriel Keen, awesome show as usual, my dudes. What color is Wu Mao's blood? It's Zhongguo Hong Hong Hong. That's a deep uh, joke. That's, that's quite a freaking joke. I'll, I'll do this. Hong, hong, hong. To hell with you. Um, did they did us? I don't know what that means. Okay. Corrine Schweizer, thank you very much, Ramon. Thank you very much, Mark Carl. How about a nice Subway Wonder Man? We haven't had that in ages, and it is here somewhere. There it is. Hey, do I look like a Subway Wonder Mark says man? you should create a meme of Winston saying the fact of the matter is. Sorry, I just snapped on it. Oh, the fact of the matter is, yeah. Uh, can be done. Hovik says, watching with my awesome China Show official t shirt, it feels great. Thank you for supporting the show, and that's great. Um, I mean, I should say that's great. Okay. Uh, Rob Reiner says, honestly, how far do you think Chinese corruption goes? I heard that nuclear capacity has recently increased. Do you think even their nukes might be chapadua with warheads yeah. that replace with old EV engines? I don't, I don't <laughs> Not think Not so. that bad. Yeah. I don't think that would work. No, unfortunately, you will never know. It's so opaque in chapadua in China, and it's the land of shortcuts and facades. So they will always pretend like they've bigger and badder and uh, and whatever than they really are yep russell thander i never got to play the original metal gear trilogy so kind of excited for the new mgs3 remake that's one of my favorites i'm very hmm. excited uh super excited i think the first one's my favorite and then number is three that is that snake my eater favorite. yeah makes sense I like snake eater you should yeah. really enjoy that you're trying to say it makes sense that i like that yeah i see what you're trying to say yeah you're the one that <laughs> dude the thing is I, I had a friend in in south africa and you know when i did my magazine and I ran the magazine. We had sponsorships with uh, Stir Kinnicle, which is like the, they not only do the cinema stuff, so they bring in movies, but they also do like PlayStation games or whatever. Mm. So they had this big Snake Eater um, promo thing. Yes. And he was like our games journalist. So yes. he went there and they gave him this shirt. He used to walk around everywhere and it just said Snake Eater on it. And like he'd walk in, like walking around a public Snake Eater. It's like. Yikes. Yeah. And Yikes. I mean, like in South Africa, like it's very. People look at that and not think of it in any other context other than, you know, he's doing something sexual. True. True. <laughs> That's know? not the nicest thing to And be. he had a big belly too, so it'd be like broadcast out there. If you know what I mean? Yikes. Like he'd wear like flannel shirts. Yikes. The belly would stick out. Yikes. Snake eater. Boycott China says around. sports ball weakens nations. What's that? Sports ball weakens nations. Okay. <laughs> to Turd Ferguson, the jump mm-hmm. to 50s audio is hilarious. The moon. Oh yeah, you can get the moon. I'll get that in here. Come on. Um, 
Next is Doc Slothington, old Doc back again. Thank you. I remember when the cathode ray tube was invented. Moments later, it was added to the Aurora, and it has performed flawlessly since. <laughs> I actually love CRTs, but not those old crappy monochrome. Yeah, sure. You know, of course, Aurora ones. I'm talking about like a good Sony, you know, PVM. Of course, of course. HQ Trinitron, you know. Nice. That's, yeah. The Raw Fish King says, Talofa Brothers. Okay. Thank you for your hard work and dedication. Finally, this, this Samoan want to uh, wish the Springboks all the best tomorrow and hope they will repeat as world champs. Let's go, Bakis. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, that's a nice uh, reference to the South shout African out, team. Yeah. Shout out to Samoa. To the Springboka. Uh, Mike Raman Spring, by the way, means jump. Nice. And Bok means buck. Nice. So, the jump buck. Jump buck. So, you know, if you're going to say it properly, say jump bucks. Jump bucks. I'll say it. <laughs> jump, the bucks. jump bucks. Jump bucks. The Mike Romanis is a great show as always. Um, read my name is one word, micromanage. Oh, it's micromanage. I always say Mike Romanage. <laughs> well, because he separates it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. That's good. All right. <clears throat> I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. RD Josh, happy Friday, bros. Did you catch, uh, forget to circle back to the mm-hmm. Hornisher guy for the EV segment, or is my ADHD acting up? No, we didn't no, do it. You, you're right. We ran it, out of time. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know. It was basically supposed to be a segue, but it put it in the wrong spot. Yeah, and it, he goes on about, like, oh, the most amount of EV yeah, exports yeah. and all that you crap. You get the idea. Yeah. Uh, Dev Nocturna, can I get a birthday shout out? Thanks so oh, much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, happy birthday. Appreciate <clears> you, Dev Nocturna. <clears throat> Uh, I think that's how you say it. And Tanjobi Omerito Gozaimas. And. Exactly. And. In Chinese. Happy birthday in English. Feliz cumpleaños in, Ch- mm-hmm. in uh, Spanish. Feliz Navidad. Is, that's Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Grimclaws, you forgot the footage that Winston filmed last week. I also forgot to show more of the Spanish guy with a bad accent. Yes. Ferris wheel, we... Ferris wheel for that to make up for it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll give you a Ferris wheel. Give me a second. Here it comes. Javi, yes, we did forget. Javi, yes, we've been there. We actually filmed the um, the giant hornets scene in Conquering Southern China there. In Hunan? Yes. yes. Uh, Thomas Pilsnor, thanks for all you do, and thanks for the people gifting memberships. Mm. I have gotten to give some membership three rows in and out, in three months in a row now. That's Whoa, very lucky. that's epic. Daniel, I've not seen that. Matthew, are you still uh, getting back new background footage? Yeah, once in a while. Corey yeah. Baker, so I finally caught a stream. I love the work you blokes do. Uh, to raise awareness legends thank you topic for monday show have a good weekend y'all from doc saltington what did we vote on there's a thing yeah we it, we voted something should i pull it up oh it's it's about us oh yeah it's about us yeah it's, it's like who are us, we type thing who are you who are you yeah so we're you know uh we always cover some china related topic and for some reason the shaban hose voted on finding out more about us so we're going to talk a bit more about our our personal hobbies and things yeah. you know you guys get to know us a little better yeah yeah uh real angelo of love chung lay the australian cgtn report was released from yes. prison this week Big after news. three years the charge relating to breaking a press release embargo by four minutes yeah we we were going to cover that but there's not much to say other than she's been released yes and we don't know anything about that post. once once we'll, we'll we get see. more information we'll cover it properly yes mm. Um, Koala 1203 can I get a 4k AI 5g digitally remasters th quality Michael Bay special effects action packs Mao slap you can I love that one
And thank you to Leon Blitz. Appreciate it. Um, that's it. We'll see you guys on Monday. Wow, that was very quick. Yeah. Um, really uh, jumped through the, the the super chats quick this time. Yeah. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us for the China Show. We hope you learned something. You know, the whole point of our show here is to give you an insight into what's going on in China based on our very lengthy experience living there. Uh, and, of course, all the people we have in China reaching out to us and sending us material and everything. We thank them very much for really risking themselves, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, people that are interested in truth and justice and the rest of the way, you know? And justice for all. Mm-hmm. Justice for all. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much. This is an important conversation we have every week. Yes. So we can't wait to see you next week. And we've got a surprise for you this week because... You're releasing a video tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm releasing a video on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So there'll be more content. Just a funny one. It's a yeah. comedy one. Yeah. And Just mine for fun. A little, mine's a little more serious, but yeah. it's still kind of hilarious if sure. you look at it. Can't wait to see you on those videos, and we can't wait to see the Shaban Ho guys on Monday on our VIP show. It's going to be epic. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the rest of the week. So until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome, and I'm not going to cut myself off. Five, four, three, two.